Hey, this is Triple M's homegrown right around the country and on the brand new listener app that is LASTNR. Very excited to welcome in a good friend to the show who has been far too long, but uh, what the band is doing is absolutely incredible. You know what it is, Press Club, tracks like Hendrax. How's the energy in that recording? Of course. One of the best live bands you'll see. A new rock, brand new album too. You know what it is. I can change. The response has been incredible as I welcome in Nat from the band. How's it going? Really, really well. Thanks for having me, Maddie. Welcome to the show. Congratulations. Album's out. It's such an exciting time, isn't it, when you put so much into it and it's finally out in the world. What a relief. It's very, very exciting to finally have it out here. Yeah, especially in the times we've had, especially over like the last couple of years. Can you tell us about the recording of this album? Have you had to push it back or do any of those things? Absolutely. It's been a really long time coming. We started writing this album at the beginning of 2020, maybe at the end of 2019, and um, we had plans to record it in Berlin in mid-2020, so... Mm. That obviously changed and we're about two years beyond those plans. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it's I think it's worked out really well for us in that we had a lot of extra time to really focus on the songwriting and focus on the music and put out an album that we are so outrageously proud of. Yeah. And I think if we did record back then, it probably would have been quite rushed. And here we are. We've got something that is, in my opinion, sick. We love it too. The response has been crazy. I mean, it's only when it came out on Friday. And um, can you talk to me about where were you guys all living when you were kind of started writing for this? Because we're talking the pandemic was happening. Everyone, were you guys close by? How were you guys kind of communicating? We had lockdown, all the, all the rest of it. Me and my partner actually bought a, a unit at the very start of 2020 and yeah. we were renovating it. So we were living with his parents in West Melbourne for that, in t- that very first lockdown that we had. Okay. Um, and when we were, and the others were all in various places, who cares? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we were, we had a lot of communication struggles that we had to get through, Big obviously. Time. And we're, a, we're first and foremost a live band and that's the mm. biggest thing to, to us. Uh, when we write music, it's so often, it is always just us in the yeah. room and like vibing off the energy of the four of us there. So to be writing all of these songs Starting off without that initial uh, buzz yeah. that we that we get from each other was pretty pretty difficult, and I don't know. We I mean we we pushed through and we we ended up with quite a lot of quite a lot of songs. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, halfway through the pandemic was pretty pretty tricky to come up with things to write about. But so how did it go that. when you guys kind of had all these individual demos, and then you got into a room when you could finally jam again? Is that the way it worked, or finish songs? Like you must with... you must be in a band. You oh, know it, some, you know how it works. Little... Kind of an idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head there. Yeah. What about the production? Talk to me. Who produced this album? Uh, how did it all work? We produced it ourselves. Um, Greg is an incredible recording engineer. We were gonna we were gonna outsource and get somebody, but it was just so difficult to get anyone in the same room as us for yeah. for two years. So we really just had to rely on ourselves. And I think it I think it worked out. And think that you know we got a be- better product than maybe we would have got a different product yeah. from someone else, but it would have been different. But to know that we have been able to push ourselves this far is really, really, really good. So much energy in these recordings. 
Thank you. It's really cool. I mean, like, is it, do you reckon it's pent up energy from not being able to play? Like when you got into these recording sessions, did it feel different to recording albums previously? Uh, definitely. Definitely. I think we were probably back when we were actually recording it, which was the end of 2021. Yeah. 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 Musicians weren't actually allowed to get into a room with each other still. So we actually filmed a documentary to go, to go with it because filming a documentary was legal, which will come out pretty soon as well. That's cool. What's that like to kind of watch back? We have, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, cool. I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. right. Who's um, putting that together? A guy called Nick Manuel. Cool. He does a lot of our visual, a lot of our visual side of things, photography and video. Yeah. Um, just always has an incredible vision for us. and That's super exciting. I think it's really cool now, especially you're kind of in a situation, I was talking to you before about when you used to do your vlogs when you're touring around Europe. It's so cool to kind of feel like you're part of it. You know what for I mean? Because sure. like being in Australia, you don't see like you guys are bigger overseas than you are here. So it's cool <laughs> to kind of watch you guys over there. Yeah. I mean, it is pretty exciting being on the road and, and, uh, and playing in heaps of different cities to heaps of different people. And it's pretty overwhelming, you know, getting, yeah. getting that kind of response when we've spent so much of our lives over here and just haven't realized that that would ever be a big possibility. It's yeah. always been a big goal, um, for like. You know, my entire life was, mm. I've always wanted to be able to tour the world and play shows. So I, I like avoided, I didn't avoid traveling when I was younger, but I certainly yeah. put it off heaps just to like play music and play shows. Yeah. So it's really exciting to actually be yeah. seeing all these new places. Yeah, totally. And like having fans there too. That must be so yeah, cool. Yeah, <laughs> still blows my mind. <laughs> yeah. Still blows my mind. We're huge in Hamburg for some reason. That's so cool. Yeah. So do you think like maybe next time around now that we can, you might get to record that album in Berlin? Maybe, yeah. maybe. Um, we'll have to write it first. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, were you guys doing a lot of writing on the road before everything kind of stopped? Is that the way it worked for you? Um, we were trying to, but it was getting pretty tricky. Yeah. It was getting pretty tricky. We had, um, we had the big grand plans, obviously, for that June recording. Yeah. And um, we'd started writing, but once you, once you are actually on the road and mm. it's gets tricky. Yeah. It gets very tricky. You guys did a lot of touring too, like going through, looking back through it. It's like pretty crazy. I swear we've had like a hundred shows a year under our belt for like the six years leading up to the pandemic. That's so cool. That's why I think like, even though, you know, we took a big gap from being able to get together and record, I feel like there is that energy and there is that you guys have played, you guys know each other so well that when you did come to record this album, it's just so instant. It's like you never left, you know, it feels like you're at one of your live shows. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. A lot of pent up energy. I think that was a big struggle with the pandemic as well was we've spent all of our lives playing shows and getting this huge release from yeah. a, from a live show and to, to all of a sudden not be able to do that, yeah. you know, basically two years was incredibly difficult and yeah. yeah, I don't think we could ever take that for granted again because yeah. Yeah. We didn't realize, I don't think we all realized just how much we need that release. Totally. I mean, I've been speaking to a lot of musos, like obviously post pandemic, and they're just saying how much more kind of in touch they are with their mental health now. I think yeah. maybe they didn't realize maybe they were drinking too much or they were smoking too much <laughs> until they stopped, you know, until yeah. it wasn't there anymore. And it forced them to kind of be like, Hey, I'm not looking after myself. I'm not mentally in a great headspace. Uh, have you found anything like that? Like with it all stopping anything that you do to move forward? Then. Absolutely. Not yeah. in the drinking, smoking area. Um, I think that, that for me was fine and still is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but definitely in the pushing myself to the limits, you know, like thinking that I can do it all, be on the road and still have a full-time job and, yeah, you know, we would go over to UK and Europe and, 
and I would still be in the back of the van doing like really? 15 to 20 hours of work a week. Oh man, that's so, crazy. Um, I mean, we went back over in, in June this year yeah. and for the first time I was like, I am not going to work while I'm away. Whatever, right. I'm, I'm there and I'm there and that's all. And it was the best tour of all time. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I'd, I'd like to be able to keep doing that sort of thing and yeah. not actually be working all the time. Yeah. I guess it makes yeah. you appreciate it more and you're kind of in the moment more. Absolutely. Absolutely. Very much in the moment. So these shows in Australia, have they been so far? You've been to Nui, Wollongong, uh, Sydney. How did it all go? What's it like playing these new songs live? It's it, The tour has been going really well. Yeah. Uh, and playing the show, playing the, um, playing the tracks. Yeah. Is great. It's fun, hey? Yeah. Getting a really good reception from them. We've been playing a few of them for you know, six months or something, mm. but, um, throwing in some of the new tracks like Untitled Wildlife has been a really, really cool one live. Yeah. Um, we played in regional South Australia with Pissed Idiots. Oops, oh, did you guys do that up the guts thing? Yeah. Can you talk to me about that? Cause I had, um, uh, what's his name? I've gone completely. Jack Parsons. I had Jack Parsons on the show, uh, when it was announced. What uh, a legend. Talk to me about what it's like being part of that festival, uh, and just explain a little bit about it. It's such a sick idea that they're doing and nobody else is doing it as well but like taking taking bands to regional and remote places in Australia I think it's so important like as a band it is impossible to do that sort of thing yeah um it's just so expensive and difficult and there's so much hard work that goes into making that happen and yeah guts touring Big, big thumbs up because they made it such a special time for us and Pisties. But, yeah, every every night we had like we ended up having Pistidiots all up on stage and right. and Jack Parsons up on stage playing cool. like um, acoustic guitar and just like all singing along for the choruses and stuff. So, I don't know, it's a really, really great community vibe that that they have going on yeah. with Guts Touring. I think that's a really cool thing about being a muser, like when you go on tour with a band, but to do something quite special yeah. And a bit different too. And, and to bond with a band that way is pretty cool. Absolutely. It doesn't, it doesn't happen so much in Australian touring. Um, you know, and I think that's because it's so, so sparse, you know, we have to fly for, we have to fly from Melbourne to Sydney to Brisbane and to get like a support band to come with us on, on that same run. It's like, well, we don't actually have that much money to be able to help you be able to do that. Yeah. So it's really, it's a challenge. Australian touring is a real mm. challenge. Yeah, it feels like it's only getting more expensive too. Yeah, everyone's got to buy tickets to shows so we can actually budget. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, stop leaving it to the last minute. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of which, hometown show. Hometown show Brunswick on Friday. Ballroom. Brunswick That's gonna be fun. Ballroom. It's going to be so much fun. I think there's only about 50 tickets left. So Yeah, that's great. It's going to be a big one. Yeah, make sure you get down there. Uh, it's very exciting stuff. And then, of course, overseas as well. You, yep. leave, you leave next week. Uh, you just must be so excited to do that as well. I'm looking at all the tour posters, all the shows are selling fast, selling out. What a buzz <laughs> to go overseas and to see that, to know that already. Yeah, I know. They're yeah. all buying tickets, which is great. We just sold out our Cologne show, which is so Ooh, sick. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah. And uh, so what else is coming up um, after this tour? Is there anything you can kind of reveal early next year? There's actually not. Cool. <laughs> Full stop. <laughs> That's okay. Full stop. Got nothing. Um, taking a little bit of time off, we'll start writing album, what number? Four. 
Yeah, cool. In um, January, February, I think. Yeah, sick. We'll see what happens after that. Yeah, cool. Got some ideas. Great. They're all brewing. What are you thinking? Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll keep it a surprise then. Hey, thank you so much for coming in, having a chat. Super exciting to have you on. We're loving all the new music and have the best time overseas. It's been an absolute pleasure, Maddie. Thanks for having me.